What's going on, everybody? It's Jamel Gibbs, your family-oriented entrepreneur. Welcome to another podcast episode. This is the Business and Investing Podcast, where you learn all things business and investing related. So I've had our special guest today on a previous podcast. If you haven't had a chance to check it out, uh, be sure to check it out uh, somewhere up in the cards or somewhere on this YouTube page if you're watching this on YouTube, if you're listening to this on the podcast platforms, definitely look up Mac Major on the Business and Investing podcast. But wanted to have him back today because he's launching something that I think is critical for real estate investors, especially right now. If you haven't been paying attention over the last month or so, lenders are starting to slow down on funding for real estate investors, for, for people in general, right? And a lot of that is because of the market transitions a lot a lot of lenders are uh waiting to see what's going to happen before they start lending money again and that's understandable but the problem is funding depending on the type of investing you do is really the lifeblood of your business without the right funding you can't grow as a real estate investor and that's not to say if you're a wholesaler you can't make money obviously you can but we're talking about the next level up from wholesaling and in fact, if you are wholesaling, you should be locking up funding right now anyway. So Correct. the point is you need funding for your business. If you want to do anything to be able to grow your business, to be able to build any type of portfolio, to be able to do uh, any type of big numbers in real estate, funding will be involved. So what Mac is doing, in, uh, doing right now is making it easy for investors to get the funding that they need and he's creating a 50 million dollar fund now mac is a lender himself all right and in fact i've contacted him personally about certain deals as well um but again you mac has a 50 million dollar fund that he's setting up for the average fix and flipper the average investor to be able to grow their businesses so that's exactly what we're going to talk about today how to get the funding that you need for your business obviously there's going to be this isn't going to be for any and everybody with a with a 500 or 480 credit score this is not what we're talking about we're talking about qualified people who can go out there and actually get funding this funding will be available for them mac major what's going on my man What's going on, my brother? I appreciate you having me back on your on your podcast. It's always a pleasure to see you. Always a pleasure to do business with you. Um, and thank you for allowing me to have this platform to actually reach your audience. Oh, absolutely. Um, I, think I think it's one of these things where, you know, this information needs to be disseminated to, to everyone. And not everyone has the opportunity to actually hear, see, and participate in what we're getting ready to do. So, you know, as you mentioned, I mean, I've been lending for the last 10 years, regardless of whether or not I have a fund or not. But when times like this come, the biggest thing that we have to look out for is continuity. Because when we talk about continuity, when you, when your business stops, when the feds and everybody else put a hold on what we're doing as far as funding, that means all your projects. I don't know anybody in their right mind that could actually just stop at a, on a dime doing projects and getting funding, one, the feds say we're going to stop. And for the last two months, month and a half to two months, the industry, as far as lending money, has completely just stopped. Mm -hmm. 
And so what we what I want to do is I want to create this fund where I actually keep this a balance sheet and where I don't have to worry about moving moving money. And so for most people, there's a credit box in which people decide to lend to people on. And if you don't fit in that credit box, you don't get the money. And so the, the goal right now is to, I, there still is going to be a credit box, but I'm going to look at asset-based lending. I'm going to take it really back to asset-based. Now, do you have to have a decent credit score? Do you have to have no liens, no judgments, things of that nature? Yeah, but that's to make sure that this fund, when the fund is put together, that the fund is put together for people. People like you are going to be investing in this fund, and you're going to be drawing from this fund. And so with that said, when you're when you're you want to make sure that your money is in the proper person's hands, it's going to actually make sure that these deals are underwritten properly. But my goal right now is to make sure that everybody who's out there, the average person can actually get funding for their deals, because you see all of this development and gentrification happening in your neighborhoods. And you know what? You you see the opportunity. The opportunity is at your doorstep, but you don't have the assets. You don't have the cash. You don't have the ability to go. You don't even know how to sometimes how to get the cash. And so this network that that we're creating is that you can listen to. We can educate you on how to get the money, how to get contractors, how to get your design. We're trying to do. We're trying to make sure that people who have the opportunities don't miss it because they don't have the right resources. Just. For, for, for everybody listening right now, I, I want to create the ABCs for this whole thing for them. What okay. is asset-based lending for the, the average person that doesn't know? So asset-based lending is we're not only looking at you as the person, we're looking at the asset. So if you have a house, just say that's, that's worth um, you know, $50,000. I'm just going to throw out simple numbers. We look at that, that property and whether or not when that property is improved, if it's worth, just say that property improved, which it can be, you you may have it for 50 grand, but it may be worth 150 grand and all you need is $30,000 to put in it to make it worth that. I'm looking at the asset, not strictly based on your, you know, how much money you have in the bank or all the projects that you look at. I'm looking at this asset and whether or not that asset can produce a return on, the, on that investment. Now, what, so I, I, now what are some ahead, normal criteria that lenders look for in order to qualify a person for an asset-based loan? So an asset-based loan is basically, you know, so so people say that it's an asset-based loan, but it's really not. So so the true asset-based loan is really looking at the property in itself, and if it's improved, how much the value would be. Most people say it's asset-based, but they look at how much money you have in the bank, how much experience you have, what your credit score is, a whole bunch of this whole list of all of these other things that have nothing to do with that asset other than, other than, uh, it is an asset and you have to have all of these things in place. Now, don't get me wrong. I will still look at, you know, your experience. I still will look at it because I have to still protect the investor's money. However, if you have all the key things that are in place and your credit score is not a 680 or it's not a 660, but because people who are doing this every day leverage themselves, doesn't mean that they're bad people. Doesn't mean that they, they can't maintain money. It just means that they, they're, they're based on their credit limit. They're utilizing a lot of their credit and they, their credit score reflects that. And so what I want to do is I want to take all of those things into consideration and not just throw your deal out the door when you see somebody else come in and buy that property next door that you could have bought. 
um, and, and I just totally wiped you out just because you don't fit this box perfectly. Because right. there's a lot of Americans that don't fit that box perfectly that I want to give you an opportunity. And, and not only that, you have a network. What I'm trying to, what me and my brother here are trying to create is that network, that network of people that you have from contractors to inspectors to lawyers to accountants to this whole piece of the puzzle that most people don't have access to to help make you successful. And so this, this fund that I'm putting together, most people want, you know, $100,000, $200,000 to go into this fund to be able to disseminate money. What I'm trying to do right now is to say that, and, and I know $25,000 may seem like a lot of money to most, but if you're investing, what this $25,000 does for those people that, you know, if you had $25,000 saved, you put this into the fund, two things. Number one, you're going to get between a six and a half and 7% return on your money regardless. So if you have $25,000 and you have it in your savings account and you're like, hey, I want to save for a rainy day, you know, your money's not making any money. Is that if annual? you put 25, is that on an annual? That's annual. annual. That's, that's, a, that's an annual return on your money, six and a half to seven percent. It's better than any CD uh, that's out there or anything else. And it's going into asset. It's going into mortgage base base securities basically so i'm i'm taking your money and i'm putting it into a loan for a property that's collateralized it gives you and gives us the ability to go after that property if if in fact something defaults it's not going into to to the sky and you're just getting you know it's a six and a half to seven it's backed by real estate and not only that it's backed by your projects that you're bringing to me so, so you know where your money is going because you are then utilizing that capital for your project. So for those passive investors, you're just going to get a return that says, hey, you know what? I want to be in the real estate. I want to be in something that's collateralized and that's secure. And then for those that want to invest and you're constantly investing in properties, now you have a private lender that you have at your disposal to look at all your projects, no matter how big or how small they are. But now you have someone that you know and what they're doing. And, and, and so and so the thing is, is I want to make sure that everybody has that opportunity. And it's starting at $25,000 for you to get into the fund. But I want to raise $50 million, at least for this for this initial phase. Mm -hmm. And so this goes back to what we talked about at the beginning was that the feds have kind of put that well, the feds haven't the private lenders have put things on hold because they didn't know how high um, the feds were going to raise the rates. So that means that everybody in the market has stopped lending and all the rest of it. So when you start to really look at where we stand today with the economy, people don't realize that we're we're in a recession, but most people don't really see it right now. And they don't see it right now because the job, everybody still has jobs right now. The interest rates are high, but people are still selling properties. And it's going to be a trickle-down process where eventually, unfortunately, people are going to start losing their jobs. And the jobs are the last things to, to be lost. And the reason I'm telling people this is unfortunately because when people start losing jobs, they can't pay their bills. And when they can't pay their bills, they start losing their homes. Right. And when they can't lose, and so it's just that trickle down effect. And so what I'm trying to do is there's gonna be, unfortunately, people that will lose their homes. There's gonna be a huge, where right now there was people who, you know, there was a, a housing shortage where everybody's building homes, all the rest of it, you can't sell it. The prices are ridiculously high, but all of that's gonna change, unfortunately. Um, and for those investors that are out there that are wanting to invest, 
they would then have the opportunity to buy these properties. And when we talk about buying these properties, these properties will be available, but banks won't be lending. So where do you go get money when banks aren't lending? You have to go to your local private lender or, or a, a lender that will actually have the funding available for you to, to, to be able to get these, these opportunities. And currently that's, I'm preparing for the worst so we can, and, and don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to benefit from people's misfortune, but unfortunately what's going to happen is that somebody's going to come in and buy those assets. And those assets, if we, have the, if we have the opportunity, I would like for us to be able to do it. What are some of the qualifications that are required to get into this fund? So as far as the qualifications to get in, so basically it's, I, I want mostly credit, uh, accredited investors, which are people who who as a combined income make, you know, so you would say, so there's a criteria that has to be met, $200,000 to $300,000 for accredited investors. But I can take up to 35 unaccredited investors, which are people who, who, don't, don't, who don't meet that, that federal threshold. And so the goal is, is I want to make sure that people are fully aware of what they're getting into. Um, and really, you know, I can tell you, you know, honestly, as a private lender, that from the lending standpoint, unfortunately, there are people who lose their properties that, that get private money. However, as a lender, I've never I've never lost money um, because the, the asset always comes back to me, even if people don't don't finish a project, even if um, they don't sell it for as much as they hope that they would sell it for me as a lender because of the cri So 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 how I lend is I lend to right. protect. Um, and so right. I know that you've asked me the, you know, the question of what does it take to get into the fund? You need $25,000 and you need to understand, you know, I want everybody to understand what I'm doing. I want full transparency. So there is a, um, you know, I can take as many accredited investors as they're out there. And um, so when you go to, you know, my website, you look at it, um, you'll see what accredited investor is. Um, I will verify that you are an accredited investor. And as I mentioned, I can take up to 35 unaccredited investors. Um, and that's really the, and, and so based on the SEC, which is uh, Security Exchange Commission, we want to make sure that everybody understands what this fund is, why we're utilizing the fund, and that those people that are investing in the fund are, um, they get full transparency about what's going on and why we're so doing that, this. And so everything is set up. I was just saying, let's sorry. explain the difference between an accredited investor and an unaccredited. I know it's on your website, but just let's just uh, give them a, a, a scratch of the surface idea of what it right. is. So, so basically, it's a function of how much money you make, basically, or how much assets that you have. And so, so, so most people, when we talk about $200,000, people have $200,000 in income or individually or $300,000 of income um, as, as, a, as a joint couple, or they have a million dollars worth of assets. So most people fall in that category. You know, there's, there's uh, nonprofits, there's uh, partnerships, there's certain dollar thresholds that make people accredited investors, which means that you've, you've gone through the process, you know that you, that we that you can afford this because the, the biggest thing that people we want to make sure is that people know what they're getting into and that they can afford to get into it because anything that you do so this is this is another level you can put your money in stocks and uh stocks and things of that nature crypto whatever else and you could just lose it all however when you're investing in someone's fund 
there's a, you know, the Security Exchange Commission wants to make sure that people fully understand what they're getting into so they don't, they never can come back and say, well, I didn't know. But even though this is, I would say for me, when you look at the real estate portion of it, you're more secure in this than you are buying Bitcoin or anything else, because this is a, this is a tangible asset that can be sold to recoup your money. Uh, where other things, you, you just don't have that. Um, and so with that said, that's, that's the true goal right now is to make sure that everybody understands. And then, of course, when we talk about unaccredited, it's anybody who does not meet that threshold. So there's 35 people that can actually invest in this fund that don't meet that criteria and still be able to get into this fund based on how it's set up. So just to put this in layman's terms for everybody watching this or listening to this on any of the podcast platforms, basically what, what Mac is doing is taking... Uh, a number of private money investors, right? So private money meaning uh, you have some extra capital laying around. You wanna you wanna do something with the money, and rather than putting it putting it into let's say the stock market or Bitcoin or something like that, you're gonna park your money in real estate, and you meet a certain criteria that affords you to become uh, an accredited investor. And then for those of you who are unaccredited investors, you can take uh the same amount of money uh starting point is twenty five thousand dollars and you can uh lend the money to the fund but the fund is basically making up all of these private money investors collectively to in order to raise the 50 million dollars which will allow mac to be able to lend the money to other investors and also to be able to buy more real estate and things of that nature Correct. where your money is going to be backed up by the real estate itself. So normally when lenders lend money, just so you know, they're lending money based on the deal itself. So uh, the average lender is going to give you, let's say, 65 to 70 cents on the dollar, and you have to be all in Correct. at that amount. So what that means is you're going into the property knowing that you have 30 to 35% equity and the property, even if the market shifted, came down a little bit, Correct. you can't lose because you have all of this equity in the property to begin with. Now, nothing is 100% guaranteed, obviously, but I don't know of any lender or any investor who bought right who will lose money. Uh, and I've been in business for 20 years. Um, at the end of the yeah. day, uh, your money is backed up by the asset itself. The asset, even if it came down in value is still going to go back up look at what happened from 2008 until today um the whole point Correct. is you have a hard asset that you can look at you can touch you can feel versus something virtual or something imaginary that you're hoping to make money on that's where the benefit of getting into a fund like this comes from uh and you it, let's say real estate is extremely hard for you you don't want to go out looking for the deals you make money the six and a half to seven percent guaranteed interest on this, uh, and, and guaranteed is a strong word. So, you know, I'm just right. you know, you know, yeah. we can't guarantee. Yeah, that's the projection. That's right. Six and a half, seven percent on twenty five thousand dollars. You're talking about about a couple grand a year just to have your money parked, right? And obviously, the more yeah. you invest, it, let's say you you had a hundred thousand into the fund. You're talking about sixty-five hundred to seven thousand dollars a year that you have to do absolutely nothing for. Um, where can That's you go right. and get that kind of money? Where can you go 
and and uh, create that type of revenue, that type of interest on your money, uh, and be happy with it. Uh, you can't go to the bank and, and it be secure and it's secure. And it be securitized, right? So you can't go to the bank. You know, I remember back in the day, CDs were paying three. They were paying half of that, three and a half percent. I'm not sure what they're what they're paying today. They're much less than that now. Much less than that. Two percent. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. You can't go. You can't park it in a savings account. You're gonna get less than one percent. Um, Correct. Bitcoin is a gamble. Um, I mean, even a stock market. Yeah, you can put it into EFTs and things like that, and you can make about the same amount, but you're not backed up by the hard asset. Like this it. is backed Correct. up by the hard asset. So, um, this is a great way to diversify your money. I'm not discounting EFTs. I'm not discounting any any other type of investment vehicle. They all have their pros and cons, but this is just another great way to diversify that bread to be able to take the money and grow it without doing anything while somebody else does all the work. So just something to think about. Now, if our listeners wanted to get involved, Mac, how, how do they go about doing that? So you can go to housetour.com, H-O-U-S-E-T-U-R.com which is my website. And then that website, basically, you'll see a, a, a series of links at the top and it says house tour funds. So I, I syndicate a lot of different um, uh, items. Uh, you know, I have apartment buildings, I have funds, but this particular fund is house tour fund number one, and it's called the Onyx Capital Fund. And this Onyx Capital Fund is, uh, basically it will take you into my syndication website, um, and that syndication website then verifies you as an accredited or unaccredited or non-accredited investor. Um, and then it will ask for, you know, for information. And so um, there's a series of links that you go through. But but House Tour Investment gives you a little bit more information about me and then all of my funds and all of the uh, other syndications that I'm currently doing. Um, and so the, the real the real goal that I have is to make sure that people have access to not only money, but but projects, uh, education, uh, because because I believe education is the key. Um, and then from from this education that we have, it stems from a lot of different other things that I want to make sure that the money is there. Once you once you're educated about what to look for, now you're going to go look for money. And and I want to make sure that the source of funds is there for you and that you make good decisions because I'm going to make good decisions with your money. I want you to be when you bring me a deal, I want you to know what you're bringing me, because if you don't know what to bring me and I turn you down for a loan, it's because the deal is not a good deal. Okay. Yeah. It's not because so when we talk about asset based lending, it's about is the deal a good deal? It doesn't have anything to do about you, but if it's a good deal, I want to make sure that you're successful with that good deal. And, that, and that's the key. Um, and so, the, that's the key with this whole thing, man. A lot of people think, oh, it's hard to get funding. Really, the criteria that the lender sets is really a protection for you because, you know, if you, especially if you don't know what you're doing, uh, you could overpay for yeah. a deal and. Correct. You overpay for that deal, you're gonna lose money, and then the lender loses money, and then the lenders don't want to lose money. That uh, lenders are not in the business of losing money, right? So, if Correct. you stick strictly to the lender's criteria, the chances of you losing deal, uh, losing money, is slim to none. You, you should be in a profit Correct. all the way. So, you should Correct. look that as a look at that as a um, 
a good thing. Look at it's it a as a grace. It's, it's, a, it's a safeguard. It's a safeguard right. for you. And it's not. And so if you're trying to find ways to get around the system, you're going to wind up, you know, losing f- yeah. for the most part. Don't, don't get me wrong. Can you can you win? Yeah. But those I mean, I've been in this. You've been in it for 20 years. I've been in it for 30 years. When you, you try to when you try to man. beat the system. Yeah, when you try to beat the system, most people go to jail when they beat the system right. or when they try to work around the system. Mm-hmm. And so my, my goal is to make sure that, that we put together good deals for you, that we we lead you in the right direction, we bring the right resources in, and that you get the money for your deals. And then that makes you money, that educates you in the process, that helps you you rebuild, you know, build generational wealth for you and your family, helps you build up the areas that you're trying to develop by putting good product out there in the market. Um, it just makes the whole wheel go round. And hopefully then you start bringing other friends and family members so they learn the business and you can actually grow and actually have, um, you know, like I said, generational wealth. That's what we're trying to create for each and every one of you. Um, is to give you an opportunity and without funding, you know, you can have a wonderful idea, but if you don't have funding and the resources behind you to make it work, you're not going to get there. And that's that's specifically what this fund is really about. It's about creating opportunities for those that don't have opportunities when you have a good idea Mm -hmm. or whether or not. And so you may not have the wherewithal, even people who have a good idea, but don't know how to put it together in the resources. Um, we want to make sure that we team you up with the right people. I mean, we may we may go in together with you on that deal to make sure even if you, you have a, a way like hey, I, I, there's this great opportunity, but I don't even know how to how to, you know, we'll evaluate that deal and decide whether or not that's the right deal for you and then bring you in as a partner on that deal and fund it for you. Um, so so that's the beauty of being around good people who understand. And so part of go ahead. Jay, you gonna say something? No, no, I was listening to you, man. You know, at the end of the day, you know, um, everything you said, you know, um, just having the deals, you know, bringing it to you, making sure that uh, all of the criteria matches, you're creating a winning environment for everybody involved. That's what this is all about. So, you know, again, man, if our listeners wanted to get more information, go to give me the website one more house time. tour. HouseTour.com, H-O-U-S-E-T-U-R.com. And so, like I said, I I think it's a great opportunity. Um, You guys can, you know, look look up HouseTour.com. All of my information is on there. Um, You know, I'll be partnering with Jay on everything that we, uh, you know, that we do. I think it's it's important, you know, like I said, to get this information out. And so even though when we're talking about this fund, very little of this dialogue, you know, really is about the fund. It's really about everything else that's associated around the fund, the benefits of the fund. Um, if you invest in the fund, the benefits will be there for you as property. So so one of the other things I want to say about the fund is that, you know, I know at the beginning you talked about wholesalers. Wholesalers, the best way for wholesalers to be able to get their property sold is to have a private lender that's working with their with their buyers. Yep. And so you need yep. to make sure that all these the wholesalers that are out there that are viewing this, you need to make sure that you have a good source for all of your investors to go to. Because if you have a good source for all your investors to go to, you know that there's money available. If you're pushing out good deals, you have a lender that's at your disposal for your investors to be able to to buy these properties for you. You don't want to, I mean, don't get me wrong, you don't want to necessarily do the job for your investors, 
But if your job is wholesaling, you need to dispose of as many properties as you can, and you want to make sure that everything is lined up. You're always two or three steps ahead to make sure that you can dispose those properties when you get them. Let me tell you this. The, the, the biggest wholesalers that I know all have uh, a lender that they partner with where they can recommend over to their buyers. So if their buyers truly want the deal and they're lacking funds or they need to close really quickly, the, the, the wholesaler knows lenders that they can send the buyers over to so that's something to think about guys if you're wholesaling right now um this is definitely uh the opportunity that you're looking for to build that relationship with mac and his team to be able to get your buyers funds as well um but personally if i were wholesaling um like you uh, i would be looking at having these funds lined up anyway and I, uh, I absolutely do, i do wholesaling anyway so house tour dot com guys definitely check it out i'm going to leave leave a link in the description box for you i've done a podcast with mac if you want to know a little bit more about him uh be sure to watch that podcast as well he's definitely a legitimate lender but in addition to that he's setting up this fund so that it'll be easier for investors to be able to get money for their businesses in times like this so absolutely taking advantage of this market should be on your radar should be your goal and the way to do that rapidly is to have access to the money so definitely get to the bag by going to housetour.com uh is there anything that we're missing matt I, I believe that has it i just i want to let everybody know that this fund is really for you guys i mean a That's lot right. of people say hey i'm putting 50 million dollars in this guy's hands but this 50 million dollars is for you and for you to grow your businesses to to bounds that you hadn't even planned on doing um and and if we don't have the cash we don't have the opportunity we don't have the opportunity we can't get you generational wealth so it's about you invest in yourself that's right that's right and that's the most important thing investing you are your biggest investment your biggest asset and at the end of the day if you invest into yourself then there's nowhere to go but up so you know this is an opportunity um that you know obviously this was a different kind of i'm going to call it an opportunity cast <laughs> this was an opportunity cast an opportunity podcast uh slightly different than the normal podcast that we do but when there's an opportunity that needs to be heard i definitely want you guys to hear about it because if you have the means to do something like this it could change the trajectory of your future so definitely um look into it at the very least contact mac and uh, he'll be happy to explain more to you guys any last words for our listeners man nope have a great one be safe uh look forward to seeing you guys in the future though thanks jay Good. listen guys i'll talk to you in the next one peace